Hello, everybody. I am so excited to have one of the bravest comedians in LA, definitely, um, host of one of the best open mics ever. Um, I remember being in like pouring rain in LA and you just kept going. You um, had like a canopy and it was just like it was just raining and pouring and storming. You're still uh, hosting Renegades of Fun. So welcome, Pete. How are you? I'm great, Lee. Thank you for having me on. That was um, that was a, a one Renegades that was uh, memorable for sure. Yeah, it was like I think the cars were gonna just wash off into like a river somewhere, <laughs> so, like, and you still kept going. You literally post everyone's Instagram, um, which I really appreciate that because you know you're all about the community, all about helping others. Um, so, are you related to the Gettys? I have to, I have to ask. oh, everyone in LA asks that question. It's fun. It's fun. Um, you know, I, I'll say the name has opened some doors, but I don't. Have bank account quite yet Oh man, but you're in LA and Colorado. Can you can you tell us more about like just where you're from and what 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 brought you here? actually i grew up in massachusetts i did um 27 years there <laughs> and then um i learned i could leave like it was to me yeah. I kind of got stuck there, but I, I moved out. My brother uh, is in the military. He was living in Virginia Beach. So I headed down there and I lasted about six months and I realized I wanted to go somewhere cool. So uh, I ended up in Colorado for six years. Mm -hmm. Wow. And um, that kind of, that was a lot of um, growing into a man, we'll say. You know, that was the Mm first -hmm. time really away from my parents' house and stuff. So learned a lot out there. And then after my time there, I decided to continue to push on towards comedy. And I ended up out here in LA. So I've been here about three years. That's awesome. And When did you start your very first open mic? Uh, like the first one I went to personally. Yeah, like how did you start comedy? Um, <laughs> I, I was living in Massachusetts. I was, um, 27 years old and I was going through a divorce and I ended up at a bar with a friend in Florida talking to a woman. She asked what I did and I said, I'm a comic Mm hmm and I had never gone to a mic and her response was, well, you must suck because I never heard of you. <laughs> so I was like, shit, well, I'm going to start it out. So about a month after that, I went to my first mic in Massachusetts. Wow, how was that? What did you talk about? Oh, man, it was bad. I talked about like online dating. Um, I actually planted a girl in the audience to give a response to a question. So, like, Oh my I, God. yeah, I, could, I, I knew I could get a laugh there or something, but it, it was pretty, it was pretty bad. It, it, you know, the funny part is like as much as I want to cringe because it's on YouTube. So I watched every once in a while. It, I know it's like the ones that I have on YouTube. Um, as bad as the material was, like I still had my stage presence and my voice. So I was like, I, I'm comfortable enough to watch it being like, yeah, my writing needed a lot of work, but at least people were listening. That's really genius. Having an audience plant. I need to think about that. Um, <laughs> so how was the reception of the audience? the first Did you time kill I it?
Did you kill it? Yeah. I, I, I did all right. I did all right, I'll say. You know, like, I, I remember the guy who ran the mic came up to me after, and he's like, you're lying. That's not your first time. <laughs> that's good, then. Nah, right? That's, that's, cool. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's a great sign. So what made you go, like, a second time? I feel like first time is always like, all right, I'll just do this, or it's a day, or it's like, you know, I got drunk. Like, what made you keep going? Oh, I wanted, I wanted to do it at that point. <laughs> I, I, so many things in life I've been like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And like, mm-hmm. it doesn't pan out, but comedy is the one thing that once I did it, I was like, this is the best drug ever. Like to mm-hmm. be on a stage and have people have to listen to you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Forced audience. And you have a huge audience too. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about how you started Renegades of Fun? Oh, um, well, I, I was living in um, a house on Pico and Bundy with a, a pretty decent backyard oh. for it. Okay. And after about a month after we shut everything down, the quarantine, I called up my good friend and fellow comic, uh, Coke, mm-hmm. and I said to him, we've been quiet long enough, get 10 comics, have them come over, we're telling jokes on Thursday. And... Um, it just, it did blew up into something I had no clue. I thought it would have gone like three or four weeks because stuff was going to reopen and, you know, maybe I'd see 10 or 20 people come through, but what mm-hmm. it turned into has completely blown my mind. You're, and I think you're such a great host and you care about the other comics. I feel like it does make sense. And you kind of started during the pandemic and I know you have so many opinions about the pandemic can you tell us a little bit more about what's what's going on for you oh man um it's a it's a a wild time and I I think I I realized pretty early on that it was never coming back to normal when Mm -hmm. uh, like a high school classmate wrote on Facebook I miss the old world and it was about two weeks (laughs) in And I, I realized the magnitude of that statement being like the, you know, the past every day of my life up until two months ago, Mm -hmm. I will never see again, nor will I understand how easy life was. (laughs) That's crazy. So I, I didn't know more, but like, I know your politics now, but like, were you, um, were you like always like that? Did you have an awakening? Like, so what, what made you like who you are today? Well, um, as far as government assistance goes, I um, I think I was in my early 20s and I got released from a job and I filed unemployment. And I remember I got my first check for like 400 bucks for the week or two weeks. And the only thing I thought was like, I got to get a job. Like at that point, I realized <laughs> it, was, it was tough. So I was very early on, like, you know, seeing that social programs aren't everything and they're not going to save you Mm -hmm. Um, i grew up in massachusetts which is a very blue state yeah Mm -hmm. um it just you saw the waste like you heard about like the you know hundred thousand dollar window treatments at the state house or something and like you know the governors drive around in a helicopter but you know what the fuck so Mm -hmm. seeing that early on just made me um really feel more responsible and I feel the government should have a very small role in our lives, if any at all. Um, mm-hmm. It's a lot of silliness just for for nothing. If you're, you know, the average yeah. person, I don't think we individuals benefit much. Mm-hmm. 
And so. I think it's so brave of you to like just, I guess, you know, I, I come from a communist country. I have a little bit different perspective. I'm also a woman and people look at me. I think they assume I should think a certain way because I'm in L.A. Um, what do you think of just like, can I say woke culture? Oh, God, woke culture. Shit. Um, <laughs> it, it's kind of funny. I was um, it was the day before Thanksgiving. I live uh, over by the Grove in L.A., which is a nice area. And uh, I'm walking my dog and there's a news camera right outside the Grove across from Pan Pacific Park. And um, there's a news reporter who wants to ask me how I feel about the smash and grab that happened at the North oh, wow. there last night. <laughs> wow. I looked here, I go, well, what do you expect? I go, do you see what's going on in San Francisco? Of mm-hmm. course it's going to come to LA. We want to be woke. We want to have these, you know, zero bails and put fucking criminals back on the street but that's not the issue it's the it's the brazenness of these mobs that mm-hmm. started with the riots or the protests whatever you want to call them they were fucking mm-hmm. riots and um you know now it's a whole smash and grab they're just monetizing it it's, it's very disturbing mm-hmm. and i think there's a lot of mics well maybe i shouldn't shoot myself in the foot how do i say this um Obviously, I'm unvaccinated, and there's a couple handful of people who also are brave enough to state their stance. Um, what are your thoughts on just like the comedy world and entertainment? Um, it's it's disappointing that you know they're putting up that barrier to to comics. You know, the improv um, <laughs> is doing that. Comedy store is doing that. So it, it's it's really sad to see that kind of exclusion. You know getting into it is hard enough um right my hesitation with moving um my mic because we've been outside and haven't had to deal with that at all was yeah going to a bar would give me an establishment and some security but i can't do that because i don't want to exclude people from my mic um do you you think it's gonna get better oh sorry go ahead I'm just saying vaccines should be a personal choice. I'm also not vaccinated and nor do I plan to be. And um, it's just, it's, it's sad what they're doing. You know, we saw Chicago yesterday push for stricter mandates. I think Boston, I know my, um, I got family that's works in the Boston PD and they're facing termination January 15th. You know, he's been there 20 years. So it's, it's sad that, we're throwing all this aside for something that is proven to not work. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And that's so sad. That's ridiculous. And at the time of recording, I guess we have until, is it, is it illegal or not? Cause I read somewhere like the Supreme court said the, the mandate for private company employees to be vaccinated is illegal or what's going on. I I need to follow up. Uh, 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 My Instagram feed as of like a half hour ago, I showed that the Supreme court will hear um, against the vaccine mandates. Okay. Thank God. Yeah. That's, you know, that's good. It's um, you know, the the scary thing is state to state. It's um, California just being insane. And even with my, you know, split residency in Colorado, Colorado's a blue state, regardless of, you know, the size of the state, unfortunately, it's controlled by Denver. So Denver is a very liberal city. It's, um, it's hard to be there. You know, it's like, you're really looking at Texas and Florida, 
as places for long-term life because of what they're doing to go against it so strongly. Yeah. Do you think people will, because this is what I feel like right now, the public's just following what the government is saying, you know, when do you think there will be like more of a pushback? You know, I don't know. Like, is there, will there be one? I don't know. What, what are your thoughts? I, I, my, my, philosophy is I don't mask until asked and I I, I do patronize places that don't make me put a mask on there are a few that like I can get a coffee and smile at people which Mm -hmm. yeah genuine human activity um yeah so it's it's sad what it's doing I don't know why people aren't recognizing this my sister has a six-month-old baby and she's like my kid will never see a mask like she's hell-bent on just being awesome absolutely not Awesome. Yeah, it's great to see people like that. Um, Then you see people, I've been through airports a lot recently, and it's insanity. It's it's insane because I keep harping back on the fact that, you know, the size of the virus is so small that these masks do basically nothing. So Mm -hmm. it's comical that it's like, when are when are people going to actually, you know, remember their fucking fifth grade science class when they were like, you know how small a fucking particle is? You know how small like, viruses are? Like, come on, like, I got a beard right now, so I don't have to be like, masked. Air particles are going all over the place. It's silly. And, right. you know, as far as the severity of it, it's a 99 point whatever plus survival rate. And... It's just, it's really sad that we're falling for such a ruse on -hmm. such a grand level. Do you think it will be like a time when people are just sick of it? (laughs) I don't know. I think everyone has a different time. It happened for me fucking 20 months ago. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. I remember like the first, I was working with this English dude. It was March of 2020. And he's like, oh, they're going to shut everything down. I'm like, shut up. You're ridiculous. And I was like, <laughs> I was so mad because I was like, just pulling off these jobs like crazy. I was like, business was going great. And then all this stuff, <laughs> like, just go sit at home for a fucking week or two. And, you know, I just, uh, I, it's, it's been, it's been interesting. I've, I've, you know, I've thrived during it, though. I can't complain. You know, what Renegades has created for, like, myself in the comedy world has been a, a blessing, truly. It's been, you know, there's no no comic. I've been doing comedy in L.A. for about two years now. Like, to be that new onto the scene and to mm-hmm. have had the success and progress that I've created, like, I'm truly blessed by the pandemic as crazy as that sounds <laughs> yeah because well everyone else like i guess quote unquote like the more established places were shot down you were the mic that literally kept going um and how many open mics and shows have you done so far um i've probably done about maybe 70 open mics wow That's and awesome. yeah a handful of shows in there um you know, last October, October 2020 was the holy shit, like, moment where I was there and there was, I think, probably 70 people in this backyard. I had 53 people on the list. Awesome. 
Nate <laughs> walks up to me and he's like, yo, Jeff dies here. And I'm like, who the hell is that? He's like, <laughs> he was going to be on Conan last week, but it got, <gasps> I'm like, oh, let's yeah. put him up. <laughs> yeah. And I've been to your shows. Really fun. Really amazing. You're like such a huge name in the comedy world right now. So yeah, I, congrats. Um, oh, thank you and, so much. Yeah, no problem. And what's like the, What's it been like hosting shows versus doing your own comedy bits? Oh, hosting shows is one of the um, greatest skills I've picked up during all this. I've learned, you know, week three, I learned don't put three women back to back when you only got 13 comics because it gets catty really fast. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny shit like that. And especially the environment we're in, um, you got to kind of there's been times where i've had to put my own you know beliefs aside there was a, a show where i had a an audience member that i love that's a great you know contributor to comedy he hates the masks and mm -hmm. i don't i agree with him mm -hmm. but when you're yelling at one of my comics saying you got to leave you got to leave i can't look at your face you're like <laughs> oh my god the reason the establishment blah 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 all this shit okay. um, hey no you gotta go this is a place for comics at the end of the day <laughs> i love the board and i agree with what you're yelling about but yeah. i can't have it here <laughs> yeah that's great you're kind of like a father figure like just well, i just mean you just you gotta host it you gotta host the environment for everyone feel comfortable and you know that's that's what you got to do in those moments you got to put your personal beliefs aside as long as you're not violating your own beliefs like you know i wasn't being forced to wear a mask if that person chose to that's their choice so mm -hmm. i gotta fucking support them and let you know let them make their individual choice don't yeah freedom affect you yes exactly yeah. that's what it's all about is just let people do their own thing mm -hmm. and why did you name it renegades of fun oh that was a tribute to um Renegades of Funk is a song that Rage Against the Machine covered, uh, originally written by Africa Bambada. Not many people know that fact. But um, I just, you know, Rage Against the Machine has been such an uh, influence in my life and my <laughs> questioning of authority. And the, the irony of it is um, I follow Tom Morello on Instagram and I don't agree with much of his shit at all. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's he's 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 like a leftist extreme he's like it's weird it's he's like anti-government but in the other direction it's it's a different it's a weird viewpoint to see his mm -hmm. but they definitely were the ones Zach De La Roca that opened my eyes and made me think about what is really going on and, you know I found my truth so if everyone that's does awesome. that then that's all we can ask for so true and um this that's funny. It's like because wasn't Africa Bambada like um like a hip hop uh, OG? Yeah, like out of New and York then, City in the early eighties. Damn, late. 70s. That is awesome. I need to go look up the songs. <laughs> really cool. Um, and who would you say are, are like biggest comedy influences? Oh, um, favorite is definitely Mitch Hedberg. God rest his soul. Like just. Mm -hmm. really absolutely brilliant he's so young so young so smart but yeah drugs are bad i mean yeah we are <laughs> this year with um fuquan johnson you know he was uh 
he's a person I fucking respected and admired. I love him. He was just always funny, always smiling. And um, I would go to the mics. He would host that flashback because I know all he did was sit in the back and was looking at like YouTube videos and shit. But if you could get him to laugh or be like, hey, that's funny. Or that's good. And it's like, all right, that, that bit works. So I, I love going to his shit. So Fu, you know, rest his soul. Like fucking stay away from fentanyl people. Stop doing cocaine. It's not worth it anymore. And, um, you know, Dimitri Martin's really smart. So I, I love his. What shit. happened to him? Like he was so huge when I was in college. And I haven't just, I just haven't heard from him. Is he, is he still active? I, I, I feel like there's like a level of comic out there, like the Dimitri Martin, Bo Burnham like Tig Notaro that just they just do specials and like they just do these big specials like mm-hmm. hour-long shows and then they release them on video or whatever and that's their comedy I don't know that I, I never I've never seen Dimitri Martin touring or heard about him out in shows and stuff like that maybe he made his money he made his money he's done he's just you know living in the life uh, who knows um, yeah who knows I, I need to look up so many things after after this um so what would you what would you wish people knew about you what would i wish people knew about me um i wish people would know i'm a great cook oh what are your best dishes my best dishes um i love making like curries from scratch oh and then um, lasagna. I like lasagna a lot. That's pretty awesome. For somebody who can't boil water, anyone <laughs> who can cook anything is like amazing. Um, and what are your upcoming shows? What are your upcoming plans? Are you going to do shows in uh, Colorado here? Yeah, I got, um, I got an upcoming show. Um, I got Renegades this Thursday. We moved to Accidental Chaos, which is... Uh, oh, my God. I love that place. Great little fun club where, you know, it was even like when they opened, I got a call from Adam who runs it. And he's just trying to ask my advice, ask my advice. And he asks me all these questions and he tells me his plans. And I just tell him like, well, dude, if you're going to do that, it's going to end up being a frat house. He goes, great. That's what I'm going for. I'm like, it is a frat house. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm like, well, do your thing, bro. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're doing Renegades every Thursday at Accidental Chaos now for the winter awesome. just to be inside. Yeah. Um, I got a show coming up in Denver at the Comedy Works. Um, they're doing, I was going to, I met a comic in Boulder and there's a great little tight network out there. So he said he'd put me up and he said that the December shows, because they get a lot of corporate um, bookings, they're clean. And I said, well, what do you mean by clean? And he goes, well, no swearing. I'm like, all right. He goes, no drugs. I'm like, all right. He goes, no sex. I'm like, come on, man. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> How so can we do comedy? That's everything. <laughs> right. So he's like, if you want to wait till January. So January, I'll be doing comedy works in Denver. And then um, LA, I'm, I'm always open for shows. So fucking let's, let's talk. That's awesome. Wow. You're like the Joe Rogan of Denver. um and how can we stalk you online how can we we follow you uh we can find me on instagram at uh renegades of fun underscores in between the words and then my personal is getty being getty 
what else do I do? I don't know. What else? I got no, no, no need I mean, I just look at your Instagram. So yeah, okay, Instagram's Instagram the best way to reach anybody these days, isn't it? Yeah, even with uh, you know censorship, I, I know they censor like every tenth post that I do, but whatever, it's convenient. So I'll just, it's I'll just comical, and you can reach anybody. Like I got um, I got Earl Skakel. I became friends with him through Instagram. Oh, so nice! What a fucking neat thing Instagram is. Yeah, that's ever. true. He, even uh, with censor, mm-hmm. he was the comic that bumped me at the Improv that night. Oh, so, awesome! Uh, it was kind of funny how we came to uh, came to each other's attention. Yeah, it's a small world. And I'm just glad that there's comics from different all different viewpoints. So I'm glad that at least they can support. Um, and you know, the bottom line is we're comics and, you know, people should stand with that. Like it's um, it's a it's a rare breed and it's definitely a different different choice of lifestyle when you try to go out there and spill your truths into the audience that you know nothing about (laughs) yeah absolutely well thank you so much for this um i always enjoy your shows thanks for telling other people what it's like and uh, hope to have you on future shows to come awesome lee thank you so much